0: imagine that going alcohol free just got easier, fun filled with tactics, tools, and science-based facts. Well, it has, and it's here with us on Sober Chicks Life. Welcome.
1: Hello, Zoe. It is so good to be talking to you again. Hi, Lily. Let's check in. We are about two weeks into what many people are doing as a dry january and we're mm-hmm. curious yeah. how has it been going what are yeah. you feeling what has shifted for you statistically speaking when dry january started about 10 years ago in the uk 4000 people signed up for it today in 2023 160000 people are signed up to do dry January. Wow, that's incredible. It's a huge increase. Forbes magazine is estimating that in the U.S., 35% of drinking age people will be participating in some way in dry January. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely amazing. So there's a lot of you out there and Zoe and I are so curious about how it's going, and what are you
0: learning? Because we were here and not here to to, to we're not expecting change. No, we're we're just wanting to grow awareness, right? Just to, with what we know to be able to grow your awareness, so then it puts the reins of your pony in your hands, and you can decide where you want to steer that pony, and that you're not a victim of advertising and and beliefs. So let's
1: talk about that. That where do all these beliefs around alcohol come from? And why is it starting to shift?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't imagine watching a television show where there isn't alcohol.
0: No, no. And like we were saying before, we've, just before we came on, we were like thinking of all the places that we've seen. Well, that, Alcohol is basically sold to us. So, sporting events, billboards everywhere, in tubes, in buses, everywhere. Television, shopping baskets, the bottom of your shopping basket, flyers that come in with your order of guinea pig food, uh, the cinema. I mean, just everywhere.
1: It's everywhere. Right. And it is associated with every event. You go to a baby shower, now there's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Someone dies, there's alcohol. Mm-hmm. You got a job, there's alcohol, you lose a job, there's alcohol. Imagine if the alcohol scenes were taken out of movies and TVs, what would be left?
0: Yeah. I know I know it's crazy. But when you see we were I think the thing today that we'd really like to bring across is to um to show and to explain why we are being targeted like this. We're being targeted subconsciously. Our subconscious is being targeted by images, right? And our conscious is being targeted by images. And so what they've done is the industry have been really clever. I mean, clever in a a nasty way to be fair because they've clocked onto the fact that we have desires, right? So they have put advertisements of people that like, I want to be that person, or I'd like to have those friends, the ones that are throwing their heads back laughing, or I'd like to have that sunset with the people on the boats lying back with the sunset with their beer. I'd like to have that car, you know, it's just, it, and it's kind of creating, it's titilizing your wanting stuff, you know, and this day and age also, it's a lot about wanting stuff. Right. It's also, they also dive into Uh, creating beliefs for us. So they're manipulating with those images that in order to have fun, to be popular, to enjoy ourselves, to be funny, desirable, sexy, to relax, for God's sake, we need alcohol. So they are in our subconscious creating connections, neural pathways that mean that when we see those pictures or when we want those feelings that the pictures are selling us, there has to be a bottle of Bacardi in it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's really devious. It's really devious. Yeah. And it then is- they also jump into the need to connect. So they're all the images about, you know, wanting to be with people. And then and then you have that crisis of what do I do if I don't drink? What will people think of me if
1: I don't drink? Right, right. Yeah. Because you're not a good friend if you don't bring a bottle over yeah. when I'm- the dookie has hit the fan and yeah. your girlfriend is gotten broken up with or lost her job and the the thing that really really infuriates me is they have taken this highly addictive substance that Mm. our bodies are designed to become addicted to they have put it in our faces that we cannot be beautiful popular funny or a good dancer if we don't consume.
0: <laughs> Little do they
1: know. And then I've said, but if you have a problem with it, you did not drink responsibly, Zoe. Oh
0: God, how many times have you seen, did you even notice it before? And guys who are listening from now on, you are gonna notice it everywhere. The label, there's nothing to tell you that this is a highly addictive substance, but there is a thing saying it's nothing to do with us that we are selling you a highly addictive substance. You should know better and you should drink responsibly. Here, let me throw all the shame and the guilt on you for not being able to resist this highly addictive substance. It's
1: crazy. I was having lunch with my husband the other day and There was the signs from in Canada, the provinces control the liquor licenses, and you have to put these signs up. And it was all about drinking responsibly. And every time you would go into BC liquors, and I would try to go into as many different BC liquors as I could, so they wouldn't know how many bottles of wine I was drinking at just one place. But there was always the sign right there at the checkout that said, drink responsibly. Yeah. That is so devious as well. That makes me so angry, like that's possible. I know, I know,
0: it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's just that, that mad thing. And I know it comes across as we're being like, we're being dramatic, but I promise you when you, I remember when I put my curiosity goggles on, okay? This is my curiosity goggles is your tactic of the day. You pop them on, decorate them how you want them. They can be super cool aviators too, if you want and start to look around you and start to notice all the references around you, yeah? Could be people as well talking about it, to alcohol. And you won't, you will be astounded at how many references and bearing in mind, we need to see things between seven, I think it's seven and 10 times before we act on them. You'll understand why they have got themselves into shopping baskets or even writing on a paper, paper um, napkin on a, in a restaurant. Somebody had that. They posted a picture where on this paper cover on their table, it was written and why not have a Bailey's with your orange juice? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. At
1: Do seven you know, in the morning. Just, uh, but drink, yeah. drink that responsibly, Zoe. I drink that responsibly At right. 7 a.m. At 7 a.m. Oh my God. But it's just, I just think that it's one of the
0: things that for me, it it brought up a sense of, I got a bit angry, actually, I got a bit mad. And it it was a feeling that I almost needed in order to be able to say, hang on a minute, this is my body. I am being totally manipulated. And I am, I'm giving my money to this industry that's actually ruining my life, my relationships, very, very slowly, so slowly, sometimes you don't even notice it. And it's when you come
1: back out and you're like, wow, that's, it's crazy. I couldn't believe it when I started this exercise of being curious about everywhere it shows up. Yeah,
0: yeah it's amazing.
1: I I was furious. And honestly, it still kind of chaps my hide. It's still, I can obviously still get very angry about this.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The yeah. good news is things are shifting. And even the alcohol companies are starting to notice the shift. The numbers I cited at the opening of this, where in the U.S., 35% or 39 of adults are going to participate in dry January. Yeah, That is amazing. To me, yeah. that says we have shifted from a, an addiction conversation to a wellness conversation.
0: Incredible. It's
1: we incredible. have. We have shifted from being ashamed and feeling like we're gonna be left out to feeling like we are on the forefront of a revolution. And we are the people who are showing up at parties, alcohol-free, having a blast and waking up the next day, feeling like a million bucks, remembering everything, having real connected conversations. And that's the thing you see. That's where
0: it lies. Okay. the the salute the the opposite of addiction is connection. So if you have, if you're the one person who isn't drinking round the table, it's an instinctive thing. Our primal brain has not evolved as quick as our front brain, and our primal brain needs to fit in. We need to connect in order to be part of the tribe. Now, if we're there, no, no, thank you. I'm not going to drink alcohol. People are like, well, what the genuine? You no, know, beep. What, what's going on here? We're not, we don't want you in our tribe. And in our heads, our brains are thinking we're gonna be kicked out into the savannah and eaten by a saber tooth tiger. Oh, it hasn't so. figured out that it, we're not. So the more people that are on this, you know, the, the more people that are doing this, the more people that are trying it, the more people that are accepting it and laughing about it and just just seeing how they feel about it, the safer we all feel. Can you see? So the more people that are joining in the less we have to worry and the less our brain has to worry about being disconnected from its tribe because it's starting to belong in an
1: alcohol-free tribe. Yes. And we are a huge tribe and we are the most fun. You know and- what, actually, you know what,
0: basically we are.
1: I mean, seriously, we are,
0: we go to bed early, but you know, what? <laughs> and oh, we're- then my great piece here in May, the marketing research company, estimated the global non-alcoholic beverage market to grow from $923 million in 2020 to more than $1.7 trillion by 2028. So these companies, these alcohol companies are starting, and you'll note that most of the alcohol-free overpriced drinks now are, they are created by an alcohol company, so it's an alcoholic brand behind it. They've clocked it. So now they're putting loads and loads and loads of focus and money into alcohol-free beverages. Why? Because they know there's a movement. This is happening. This is real. There's a change, and it's can it's becoming too cool for school to be alcohol-free. Look at the amount of people that are coming out, like celebrities. Not that you know that they're any different to us, but the people who are willing to come into the public eye and talk us through their story of of getting out al-
1: of getting sober. It's amazing. And the number of people who are talking about being sober as a wellness, they never Absolutely. had a problem in quotes. They simply decided that they read the research and maybe they li- listened to the Huberman lab on yes. a- alcohol and what it does to our bodies and just decided yes. this doesn't serve me. Yes. I was reading in one of my running magazines, a study where they took Australian... Athletes and did biopsies on their muscles mm-hmm. after they'd had a drink after an intense workout. And the people who drank alcohol were recovering 40% more slowly. Yeah, of course. And the people who yeah. didn't have the drink mm-hmm. after that workout. And that was just one workout. Yeah. That didn't include that those people who didn't drink that one time had probably had a drink every day for the past 10 years. Yeah. So athletes and people who are very, very enthusiastic about their careers and wanna make a change in the world, they're recognizing the clarity yeah. and the yeah. connection yeah. and the wellness value of being alcohol-free. And equally, they're, they're realizing and becoming
0: really interested in in this sort of disconnection and realizing that this, this confusion that's going on in their minds is also very related to the fact that they're eating healthy, investing time and money, and 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 themselves in cooking good food and priding, taking pride. And I was one of those people, pride in eating really well, pride in exercising. I was a Pilates teacher, for God's sake. And then I was drinking a bottle of wine every evening. Right. You know? I mean, and I was like, and I was like, what's wrong with me? I wonder why I'm feeling anxiety. I'm feeling a bit. I was completely confused i was giving myself completely contradictory messages and well, so it was it was only when this became clearer to me because i didn't know i was doing the best i could do with what i had and that was to just continue what i was doing now i know what i know i'm doing the best i can do with what i've got and it works
1: myths out there or i'm just going to call them outright lies because a lot of oh, people no. who are perpetuating these know their lies, just like the tobacco company knew cigarettes were carcinogens. Big alcohol knows that alcohol is carcinogens. But the myths out there are so unbelievably powerful. The myth that a glass of wine a day is good for you. I was listening to Eckhart Tolle, who we all know, like Mr. Zen himself, was talking about People didn't purposefully set out to become alcoholics. And then this blew my mind. And then he said, he has a glass of wine. He's starting to enjoy a glass of wine with meals. And then he said, (laughs) well, sometimes maybe two. And he did his little (laughs) And I wanted to do a write-in campaign to him and say, listen, you have fallen for this incredible lie that this glass of wine is serving you and he is all about being in the present and the power of now and the reality is that this alcohol is keeping him from the present and it's numbing him down and I thought my god if Eckhart would have come from somewhere right yeah I would have come from somewhere I mean
0: it would be you know people around him or or somewhere for someone to not drink and then to drink, there's there's messages coming. You're being right. bombarded the whole time. And and everyone's doing it. So obviously it should be okay. But it actually at the end of the day, it's confusing and it, it makes us what well, anybody who's listening and us, it makes us think, I don't think I'm very happy. I don't think right. it's working for me. I'm not sure what to do, but I'm sure as hell gonna find out if I can, you know, how to do something, whatever. I'm gonna reach out. So you being here guys is absolutely unbelievable. We don't care if you stop stopped drinking or not. All we know is that you're turning up here, listening to this podcast and that for us, tell you what is amazing. You're amazing.
1: You are amazing. And we're giving you the information you need to make some choices. And we'll be giving you some resources that you need to make changes if that's what you wanna do. I believe, somewhere around 27% of people who attempt a dry January at the end of the month have had more than one drink. That would have been me. Mm -hmm. I would have made it, I might've made it in a dry January to the end of the month, but I would have been jonesing for February 1st. And I probably would have had a little bit of a rebound in that once February 1st came, my drinking would creep up a little bit. Yeah. That is a very common occurrence. And I think that is important to note. If you find yourself in that position, pay attention. This is one of those check-in points. If you find yourself in the position that you got through okay, but you felt like you weren't having fun, that's a place to check in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can have fun being alcohol free. You just have to have a different perspective. If you went into the party believing you weren't going to have fun, guess what? You're not going to have fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I think that, and there's so many, um, there are so many great books, and there's so much information out there. I mean, we're only giving you a snippet. We're giving you like what we know and what we've found ourselves. But obviously you're going to have, there's so much out there from some amazing inspirational people. And so I think that that's in this month, whatever you've decided to do, immersing yourselves in, in knowledge, in, in podcasts, in a variety, you know, in books, some amazing sober books. And then and they're not sanctimonious. They're really nice. They've down to, they're grounded. And um, I think that for, for me, looking back now, that would have been the ideal start for me, not to automatically have stopped completely, but to have started to ease my way in with non-judgmental people around me, compassion, grace, information that was helpful and non-sanctimonious people around me and good reading and things like that, you know? And and then you can go from there because it's a sustainable change
1: you want to make. Yes, some fun. You want to have some fun doing this. It doesn't have to be the hardest thing you ever did. If you decide to go alcohol-free, it can yeah. be the greatest thing you ever did.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also remember also we were saying, don't forget to celebrate yourselves. Yeah, let's say you have one day um, alcohol-free or you have three days or five days, or maybe you're on 10 days, 14 days now, who knows? But whilst you remember along the way, your brain is like a two, three, four-year-old, right? So if it just does something for you or good and you don't say anything, it ends up throwing its toys out the pram. So we have to celebrate ourselves and treat yourself, okay? We're gonna put at the end of here in these notes, we're gonna add a fantastic list of options of uh, to stimulate your imagination and uh, a bit of fun as well for treats that you can just give to yourself during this month, you know, whether you're stopped or not, you're turning up here, you're listening for things that you do for yourself, then say yay me, yeah.
1: Yes, because lasting change comes from the place of positive emotion. This has been studied. The idea that a smack on the nose and a good shaming is going to change our behavior. Yeah. It simply doesn't work. Positive emotion changes yes. our behavior. Yes. So if the thing you've done that's different this month than last month is simply learn. Celebrate that. I took yes. the time to learn. If you learned that you can't go one day without alcohol, celebrate that you learned that. Now you know. Now you can make a choice. It's when mm-hmm. we don't know and we leave things mushy that life lives us instead of us Absolutely. living our lives.
0: Yeah, and it's that control that it's 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 taking back your control and taking it back because you trust yourself to make the right decisions finding that self belief self trust all of those things make you know give us that that amazing ability to sort everything out everything we need to sort everything out in our lives is in our hands everything we need we need nothing from the outside
1: oh that's so brilliant that is so yeah. brilliant yeah and when we do look to the outside you are not alone yeah. there are obviously Millions and millions of people doing yeah. this dry January. The community of people choosing a joyful, adventurous, alcohol free life, it, it, it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Lots every of chicks day. out
0: there no feathers, lots and lots of chicks out there, but feathers
1: will come. And we are welcoming you to this tribe. So, yes, welcome. Join us. Be part of this revolution yeah. that is taking back our power, taking back our wellness journey, and taking our lives into our own hands.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So today we've given you curiosity goggles to build your awareness muscles. I'm doing muscles if you're not, if you can't see me, um, (laughs) because muscles don't get built in a day. We need to, you know, keep growing them, keep looking for stuff to make them get stronger. So wear those curiosity goggles, look at everything around you with eyes of someone who's just on the lookout for anything alcohol related. And then just check out your list of, and you can print it out, we'll add it to the bottom. Print out your list of fun things, Stop. put it on your fridge and it reminds you to celebrate yourself wherever you're at.
1: Yay, celebrate. Well, I'm celebrating you, Zoe.
0: <laughs> I'm celebrating you, honey. <laughs>
1: that was great talking to you. Bye-bye. Yeah.
0: Bye.